0: The Lord be with you. Often in these Sila reflections, you'll hear me talking about David in the Bible, talking about David's boldness, his fearlessness, his courage. but but I don't do that as a call for us to be like David, but rather as a call for us to believe in David's God. That is to put our trust in the God whom David put his trust in. For you see, David did not look within himself for courage, nor do we. Rather, we want to look to David's God, to look to the God that David believed in. And as we do that, we we, we can be as courageous as David if we keep our eyes on David's God. So today we're looking again at a psalm of David in order to see the God in whom David believes. The God on whom David literally stakes his life. Psalm 139, it's it's a psalm of David. In the superscription, David gives directions for this to go to the leader, that is, to the worship leader, to the choir leader, as David wants this psalm sung and prayed by everyone that we might put our trust in the God in whom David puts his trust. I'm going to pick up today in verse 7, as David is praising the God who is everywhere with him, that wherever David goes and wherever you go, God is with you. And we call this the omnipresence of God, that God is everywhere with us. Last time we looked at verses 1 through 6 in which David praises God for his omniscience, that is, that God knows everything about us. And David finds comfort, he finds courage, in just knowing that God knows everything about him and and that God goes with David wherever he goes. So today, verses seven through 12 of Psalm 139, as David praises and he calls for us to praise God for his omnipresence everywhere with us. Where can I go from your spirit or where can I flee from your presence? The Hebrew word translated here as presence is actually the Hebrew word for face. Where can I flee from your face? I really like that as over the last year, you know, we haven't seen many people's faces. I mean, we've been wearing masks. And the Hebrew here, well, it has the idea of God's face, his presence with us in a very personal, intimate way. There's no mass with God as God is face to face with you and me. He's present with us to defend us, to care for us, to guide us. As in God, we live and move and have our being. And what encouragement this can be for you today, perhaps as you travel, or perhaps you're even in the hospital, that wherever you are, God is with you. Then in verse eight, David continues, if I ascend to heaven, you are there. If I make my bed in Sheol, you are there. Here David imagines himself in the highest heaven or in the deepest place of the dead, and God is there with him. No matter how bad things get, David knows God will be there to support him, to care for him. And then in verse 9, David goes from imagining on the vertical plane, that is from the heights of heaven to the depths of Sheol, he goes then to imagining on the horizontal plane from east to west. He says, If I take the wings of the morning and settle at the farthest limits of the sea, even there, your right hand shall lead me, and your right hand shall hold me fast. David is using beautiful imagery here as he's talking about taking the wings of the morning and settling in the farthest limits of the sea. For the ancient Hebrews, the, the, the wings of the morning, well, that was the first light, the first rays of the new day. Just picture that in your mind's eye. The wings of the morning. It's it's the sunrise that's there in the east. David imagines the wings of the morning, taking the wings of the morning, that light of a new day, and traveling at the speed of light to the west, which for David was the farthest limits of the sea. So David is saying, if, if I go on the horizontal plane from east to west, if I go from the new day, to the salty sea, which for the Hebrews, the sea represented death. Why even there, even there your hand shall lead me and your right hand, that is the hand of your favor, it shall hold me fast. You won't let me go. You see, you cannot get away from God's presence with you and his care for you. Verse 11, David says, if I say, Surely the darkness shall cover me, and the light around me become night. Even the darkness is not dark to you. The night is as bright as the day, for darkness is as light to you. Well, you and I, we, we know darkness. We know some dark times. We know those times we can't see any light. Why, well, David writes about this in another psalm, Psalm 23. Yea, though I walk through the valley of deep darkness. That's the literal reading. Yea, though I walk through the valley of deep darkness, I will fear no evil. Why? Why? For thou art with me. You see, in the darkest night of our sorrow, the darkest night of our pain, our confusion, God is with us. Where there seems to be no ray of light where you are, no ray of light on your way ahead, but the darkness is as light to God. He'll see you through. Brendan Manning in his book, The Ragamuffin Gospel tells about a little boy caught on the second floor of his house as as it's on fire. And all the family runs outside and somehow the smallest boy panics and he runs back upstairs and and the little guy is terrified as he screams from a smoke-filled window. His father there in the ground can see him and he cries out, jump son, jump. But daddy, I, I, I can't see you, the little boy cries. That's all right, I can, I, I can see you. The father could see the son, and that's what mattered. You might be in a dark place today, a difficult place, and you can't see the way ahead. That's all right. God can see, and God will always care for you. I am Tim Smith, a fellow traveler,